You're listening to Needless to Say, another disgraceful member of the Damaged Goods Podcast Network. Check out us and other great shows at damagedgoodsinc.com. Thanksgiving leftovers probably taste better because you get to eat them alone. And on that note, if we called stuffing by its actual description, wet bread, <laughs> no one would eat. <laughs> I find it funny that the world's best driving cars come from Asian countries. <laughs> Mike purposely Googles Gary Oldman without the R. <laughs> in order to stay in business, companies that make rape whistles have to hope rapes keep happening. <laughs> wow, yeah. Babies made during the Y2K panic are now college juniors. If you're blind and dyslexic, hey, lucky break. <laughs> the words I forgot are most often spoken at the moment people remember. Your mom is so fat she developed high blood pressure and cardiomyopathy, killing her at a very young age. Word up. <laughs> Immaculate consumption is non-consensual. <laughs> When you tell an actor to break a leg in an audition, it's because you want them to end up in the cast. <laughs> the word ambiguous only has one meaning. When jogging, we put on special clothes so people don't think we're running from something. <laughs> How do vampires always look so neat and tidy if they can't see themselves in a mirror? <laughs> Your stomach thinks all potatoes are mashed. <laughs> When you pay money to play golf, the goal is to play the least amount of golf. <laughs> During sex, Craig's safe word is, I have the receipts. <laughs> Mike says, oh good, you're not awake. <laughs> if you've ever found a perfect hiding spot, it isn't. <laughs> Everyone born on April 20th in the year 2000 has the chance to celebrate a birthday on 4 <laughs> If the sun exploded five minutes ago, we wouldn't know until after this intro was done. The Swiss must have been pretty confident in their chances of victory if they included a corkscrew on their knife. In order to fall asleep, you have to pretend to be asleep. Every day, someone on Earth holds the record for taking the biggest shit of the day and doesn't even know it. Every E in Mercedes is pronounced differently. You can survive without breathing until the end of your life. <laughs> Is it safe to assume Medusa's pubes were all made of garter snakes? <laughs> the only way to have less anti-vaxxers in the world is to let them get their way. <laughs> Why do we call it corn maze instead of maze maze? <laughs> the world would be scarier if we said hey stranger to actual strangers. <laughs> A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving has the same plot as Kid in Place House Party. Speaking of which, at the end of the Santa Claus, the kid Charlie says he wants to go into the family business, which means he would need to either kill or destroy his father. Wireless chargers actually limit your phone's movement more than wires. We say hair when referring to a lot of it, but hairs when referring to only a few. Being healthy is just the slowest possible way of dying. If the Fresh Prince had a better jump shot, there'd be no TV show. If you woke up earlier on weekends, you get to sleep in for five days a week instead of two. As Andy grew older, all of his toys had to sit motionless and watch him masturbate. Twenty nineteen will probably be the last year that ends with teen for the rest of our lives. Wow. 
When your dog becomes deaf, do they realize they are, or do they just think no one likes them anymore? (laughs) (laughs) And when your show becomes deaf, do the hosts realize it, or just go about making more shitty episodes until someone finally gets their attention to change it? Well, someone cut our attention this week, Father Time. We're still going to drink, but maybe not to the point where Craig talks exclusively into his upper lip. (laughs) We're still going to be foul-mouthed, but maybe not when someone else is making a point constantly and forever. We're still going to be driven by the news, but not at the expense of being fun again. In an effort to get squared away before the holiday rush, we've decided to take a small break this holiday week and do an emotional reboot. A come-to-Jesus moment, if you will, for three low-rent radio heathens. Something that listeners have requested since, well, the last time we did it. And since Landfill Charlie wasn't available tonight, the only way we felt that would bring us back to coherence and listenability was our old friend, The Hat. Tonight, we're revisiting scenes from a hat, but with no outside help, no third-party arguments, and no talking over each other bullshit. Three guys, 50-plus random topics, and slightly fewer beers. So, Maestro, without any further ado, stop making sense and hit my goddamn music. Back to Needless to Say, I'm Craig, and I'm here with Brad and Mike, and we're going back to basics, boys. Well, I know. You things said our names. You know? You do it. That's it. Some, we're all things. excited. I thought we were going to be like, hey, I'm here with giblets and scraps or something <laughs> like that. You didn't do that. We're living the old days <laughs> from seven months ago. <laughs> <laughs> the old days when we started on time. Yeah, exactly. And it was just three yep. of us down here without any interruption from certain wives and dogs and nannies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry again, guys. <laughs> oh, shit. How was Thanksgiving, fellas? Was Talk good. to me. Hey, for, let's stop. Happy Thanksgiving, boys. All right, hang ah, on. Geez. Let me get a fresh beer because, well, hey, the holidays. That's right. Glasses raised to the holidays. Glasses raised. Bing bong. Pretty uneventful Thanksgiving. I know Mike doesn't remember it. That's how uneventful it was. Yep. Wow. Yeah. No, I don't remember much of it. But you had a good one going that night. Fucked up that night. The night before, fucking. <laughs> Still. Did you tie one on again last night? Nah, not too much. Yeah, you I called you. You sounded nah, normal to me. I had a couple of beers. That was it, though. Oh wow! I'm surprised you drank at all. I know, I was too. Well, I drank. I fucking drank like a gallon of water before that, so I was all set. You gotta hydrate. Yeah, you gotta hydrate. Yeah, you gotta, you I hydrated hydrate. with beer. Yeah, <laughs> there's tons of water in it. Yeah, absolutely. Especially that shit. You especially this stuff. What do you mean? Not me <laughs> drinking the good stuff. But anyway, so good holiday though. I know that yeah. we kind of led into it with a, a weird episode. Yeah. I didn't know what to think of it. We hated it, then we liked it, then we hated it again. And and yeah, I, I don't hate it. No. But, but I know how much you took out, and I know how many jokes got stuck. Yeah. Out. There was so much cut out of that thing. Yeah. That it yeah. almost felt like listening to like a, a sampler of what that episode of what actually that episode was. Episode, yeah. when, when we played it back, we heard some th- bits, and we were like, yeah, that's really, really good stuff. 
I, I'm surprised, and we were all mad at each other. We're patting each other on the back. We're like, I can't believe you hated this. This is this is radio gold. <laughs> yeah, radio yeah, gold. I know, right? <laughs> and let, let's drink some more and celebrate our, yeah, our accomplishment. Exactly. And then three days later, Craig's like, yeah, Brad, check this one out. You might want to listen to this before you post it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and oh, how right you were. Yeah. <laughs> I think we lot. caught it 20 more minutes to take out of it. Yeah, we did. Yep. It was fine. It did what it needed to do. Yeah, exactly. I, I just, it was just one of those nights. We, we, I got a little buzzed out, and we were just kind of having fun more than... We weren't <laughs> concentrating on the show as much as we were just talking to each other like we normally would, yeah. yelling. And, and I think that's still going to happen. Yeah. But I think last week, was we went into it saying, oh, well, it's Thanksgiving. We can talk about Thanksgiving. And we didn't prep like no. we normally would. And we didn't come into it with anything we actually really gave a shit about. We started coming up with topics in our outline that were items that we think people would want to hear about or we think we should talk about. But not one of us at this table can say, in all honesty, that we were really were in no. behind it and all about it. Yeah, right? no, not at all. And that's why we're doing this episode tonight where we're going to talk about a bunch of things we're not even aware of. Yes. Okay, so that that should really help this community. Yeah. <laughs> that should really make things flow. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it, was, it was fine. I had a good holiday. I have to throw a shout out. Now, last week I spent more than my share of time trashing my wife's Thanksgiving plans. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and I'm going to say something that you'll never hear me say again, especially on the air. I'm sorry, Melissa. <laughs> the meal she made was easily the best Thanksgiving meal I've ever had in my life. Good nice. for you, man. Cool. All unique Good. things. I won't get into all the details. Let me just tell you, that vegan chicken still make a bird. And my God, it blew me away. I'm still, I was cannibalizing this thing all night. No still eating it this morning. She somehow turned cauliflower into mashed potatoes. And I'm not doing like the typical Facebook thing where you can like make cauliflower into everything yeah. short of like tires. Yeah. Cauliflower you know? <laughs> pancakes and shit. Yeah, no, this was mashed cauliflower that tasted like mashed potatoes. And it was unreal. And she made all sorts of sides and even made biscuits that were diabetic friendly. I got, wow. to, eat, I got to eat Cheddar Bay biscuits. Like, Damn. Damn. It was killer. So my wife, my first, to second toast of the week goes to my wife for saving Thanksgiving. Saving oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Good Without job, it. Melissa. That's it. So My mother's meal would have killed you. <laughs> <laughs> but from what I gather, her guests wouldn't have. No. Yeah. No. No, well, you? maybe. Well, infidel and stuff and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Craig was supposed to have a Turkish yeah. guest. It it was funny. My, <laughs> well, we all discussed last week about going to the Kinsman, and we'll get into that later. Yeah. But we discussed going to going to the Kinsman, and I got a phone call from my mother on Tuesday morning. I'm at work, and my phone rings, and it's my mom, and I. She never calls me when I'm at work. So I got a little like, oh, shit, like what's going on? So I answer the phone right away. And she's like, hey, uh, I just got a question. Uh, you're not going to the Kinsman in the morning on Thanksgiving, are you? <laughs> there are rumors on the street. Yeah. So I was like, well, I was going. She's like, can I just ask you to do me one favor? And I was like, what? She's like, don't go. You know, because <laughs> like, I, I, you know. Had my done my share of damage on Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. you know, because of Even, uh, imbibing a little too much, at, you know, before the dinner. And, but, and for the record, that's not because of the bar. That's because of Craig. Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing, <laughs> nothing to, do, to with, do with the bar. No, it's a phenomenal holiday tradition that Craig ruins for other <laughs> people. Yeah. That wasn't that, that was it. Was that Thanksgiving that you went swimming in that puddle? No. No, no. Oh, that okay. was a whole other different right. scenario. 
Um, <laughs> Arbor Day. Yeah, yeah it's Arbor Day. Monday. So my mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, so my mother had asked me that, and the reason was is she she had invited a person from her work. My my mother works at a at a call at a university, um, and they do like this exchange professor thing every once in a while. So there was a professor and his wife were in from Turkey, and my mother was going to invite them over. And she did, but they they ended up not showing up. I guess the, the wife was sick, or she didn't take her blood pressure medicine or something. And uh, <laughs> and, and uh, so they so they ended up not coming. They you know they, they had told her right up in the right up front that they weren't sure if they were going to make it. The wife was sick and stuff, so they didn't. But my mother immediately got nervous because I told her I said no, I won't go to the kid the kinsman. And then the first thing that popped in my head was like, mom. Did you invite someone from Turkey over for Turkey? This is going to be the best Thanksgiving ever. <laughs> and she immediately got nervous. You know, she's like, oh, because she knows. I was, she, she didn't tell me I couldn't drink when I got there. So she yep. knew things were going to start to shift. You know, <laughs> after about an hour or two in, it was game on. But um, they didn't show up. So she, I think she was. Sad about it, but also happy about it at the same time. Of course she was. No, nah, but it was just, it was funny. So she, my mother was panicking, so I would, promised her I wouldn't go to the Kinsman. And that's... That's a shame, because your mom's famous for her cranberry jihad jelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really thought that would have been a nice way to say welcome. Welcome, yeah. <laughs> welcome to our country. Exactly. But, um, yeah, it's just, it, it was cool. You know, she, she asked me to not go, and I said I wouldn't. And then I was the first one there. <laughs> I, I mean, to be fair, I, I behaved though. You behaved, and uh, to be fair, I was always going later. That yeah. was, but the goal was for the three of us to arrive together triumphantly as this show, <laughs> because we are friends of the bar, and the bar is a friend of ours. And we figured, you know, it'd be cool to show up and maybe do a little recording, maybe get some sound bites and things to kind of shed some light on just what an awesome tradition this is. And I get a text message that was written differently than Mike usually writes <laughs> and, and in that there were like sentences and punctuation and and things made sense and then sure enough it turns out according to Mike's wife Leslie who grabbed his phone Mike's not gonna make it today yeah Mike didn't take his blood pressure medication <laughs> oh, and his you? heart is racing frowny face yeah this frowny was this face. was yeah. the message now I have a bullshit detector on my phone. You pay for it. It's like four ninety nine. dollars 99 It was like great. That, I ran huh? it through the translator. It's better than Google Translate. And I ran it through the translator, and it, it was clearer than Turkish. Was, it said it right away. Sorry. Blood pressure medication equals drank way too fucking way much. Way <laughs> too much. Way too you much. absolute fucking clown. Without yeah. medication, too. That was the, the funny crying. thing was, I felt like I was going to have a heart attack all morning. I, my my response was, ha ha, no shit. I could have told you that two weeks ago. <laughs> I believe I threw it in my go away line. Uh, I was more surprised by the sun coming up yeah. this morning than I was that Mike canceled on this yeah, morning I'm event. Sorry, guys. Yep. I let you guys down again. Yep. Fucking vampires to mention, see more daylight. The than night you. before, he called a few other people and told them to go. Did I? No, that they weren't planning me. on going. Oh, I ran into one of them on my way yes. in. Oh, yeah? Like, oh, go. he came right up you to me. To Did he go? go? 
He was oh, there. Oh, yeah. See? Called me immediately. Where the fuck are I you got guys? all kinds <laughs> of people down there. <laughs> First thing he said to me, he's like, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Second thing he said to me, where the fuck is Mike? Yeah. <laughs> Mike called me in, 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 in passionately. You got to go. We're all going. We're all going to be at the Kinsman tomorrow. And then Mike decides he's going to pull a fucking Diana Ross oh, Axel Rose man. stunt. Yeah. I was, <laughs> freaking moonshine, tequila, everything. I mean, Craig was there too, so yeah. I can't. You and know. I was at the Kinsman too. Yeah, I know. First, yep. I know. First, I know. Not a pussy, but you you took your, you took your medication. <laughs> I don't take medication. I'm not fat, not a shape. <laughs> so Fuck Mike you. Mike's drinking tall boy buds tonight because you yeah. know health. Yeah, yeah, health issues. That's what it is. It's he got his issue. pills, and the drug interaction is no alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, who cares? Yeah. See you at Christmas. So how'd you get there, Brad? Because didn't Mike tell you he was going to drive? Yeah. <laughs> I drove myself, and that's fine. I just left my wife and family without a car on one of the yeah. busiest oh, shopping mornings of the year. It was fine, though, because my, my wife is dedicated to me having a good time. Yes, she is. And I thought Mike was, too, but he's not. No, <laughs> obviously not. But anyway, so that was Thanksgiving. Now we're recording on Black Friday. It, Did you guys? Yes. It's it, we destroyed it last year. Yeah, we absolutely hammered this holiday. Craig has something about the the, the sentence that starts with Walmart and ends with fucking television. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know he said it like nine times last year. Yeah. Has there been anything happening today? I didn't see too much. I think people calmed the fuck down a bit. No, the fucking Walmart. <laughs> it happened again. And they they did all kinds of things this year to stop it, you try know, to stop like it. to try to stop it, and didn't work. Like what? Blow guns and fucking yeah. <laughs> tranquilizer. They hired a no. bunch of Turkish security guards <laughs> for seasonal help. No, they they tried they tried all different kinds of like security measures to make sure there wasn't you know shit going on. Didn't work. Doors opened up immediately. People are trampling each other, wrestling fucking TVs. That's crazy, man. It's so insane. If you're not, to me, you, if you're pulling a fucking television or something out of another person's hands in the middle of a store like a fucking loser, that's what exactly what you are. You're a piece of shit. You, know, you are. You're a piece of shit. If you're going to wrestle a woman for a fucking television or push over a little kid so you can grab that 55-inch te television because it's 30% off, yeah. go fuck yourself. Oh, dude, and I hope guys, you drop up, it in the parking lot. Hold up, hold up. I'm having like this weird like hot flash flashback thing where it, I could swear we're in a 2017 Black Friday episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did. Yeah. Craig, Walmart. TV. Yeah, that's it. That's it. People it fight over other things, you know. And yeah. There was a point in our lives where our parents fought over Cabbage Patch dolls. Yes. Well, at yeah. least my parents did. Your parents clearly raised men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can laugh at myself. Yeah. Of our, uh, there wasn't as much of that because the prices on TVs this year are so fucking stupidly low yeah. that they're only meant to get low. If Honestly, 70 inches of television, if you pay 500 or 525 at that point, you're still getting a fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. I was at, uh, what do you call it, Costco or whatever today, and they had... TVs, nine hundred thousand dollars off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what's happening in Japan that they've just they have more TVs than you have. Fucking TVs. <laughs> the yep. TV hanging on the wall right now is ten years old and free. Yeah, and yep. it, it's amazing. There's just an influx of these screens that nobody's using. So yeah, exactly. I wouldn't fight for a TV. Don't be throwing elbows. Don't be a douchebag. What did happen in the world today, though? 
Al- what happened in Alabama? Go on. <laughs> yeah. There was actually a shooting in the mall. Over what? Well, you figure it would have been over a TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, which means you got nothing to add. Yeah. Here. No, <laughs> but there was, uh, they don't know. Uh, it was an argument between an 18-year-old and a 21-year-old, and the 21-year-old had a gun and decided to shoot the 18-year-old and a 12-year-old girl. Yeah, <laughs> the 12-year-old is the only one that got hurt. And she's the only one that got hurt, yeah. She, Thankfully, the reason we can laugh about this, we're happy to hear that she's... She's fine. Well, she's not fine, but she's well, got no life-threatening injuries. No. She no. took two bullets to the torso, and thankfully it didn't hit anything vital. Yeah. She's goddamn lucky, because this fucking clown was arguing with his girlfriend, who, incidentally, if she's 18 and you're 21, just, just date someone your own age. Yeah. Fucking douchebag. Where was this, though? In, in Hoover, Hoover, Alabama? Alabama? Yeah. Oh, the age of consent there is nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that 12-year-old was a mother of three. She was, a, yeah, she was waiting for her husband to come out of the store. <laughs> Junior footlocker. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, but the good thing was is they shot and killed this guy <laughs> as he tried to flee. So... One less. I was going to say, one less concern for the holidays. Yeah. One thing to kid. be thankful for. Fuck that kid. We don't, <laughs> I mean, what do you think they were fighting over? To the point where, I mean, I've been plenty mad at my wife and ex-girlfriends, and I, I've destroyed one ex in particular. I'd shoot her probably. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, officer. There's your evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope it yeah. didn't have anything anything to do with fucking shoes or anything. <laughs> what the hell? I would imagine they were fighting over shopping more versus going home. Because it was late last night that this happened. Yeah. And the 12-year-old should have been home anyway because nobody should be out on Thanksgiving night shopping. No. But they were taking advantage of it. I'm, I'm glad to hear the mall reopened at 6 a.m. this morning. Well, <laughs> the biggest day of the year. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know. It's, they weren't going to let this ruin why, it. Why, why would a near-dead child get in the way of <laughs> yeah, no, it? Send that guy fun. out to mop up that blood puddle and yeah. fucking <laughs> open those doors, man. <laughs> you know? I know that uh, I think it's J.C. Penny is selling all housewares like five bucks. Like you go get a toaster oven for five bucks. Really? I'd buy like five fuck you toaster <laughs> ovens and just set up like an arsenal in my office and never, come <laughs> never come. Is Daddy coming down for dinner? No. Pigs in a blanket. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so yeah, I mean that's that's just ridiculous. This shit. It's sickening. Like you said, nobody should be out. On Thanksgiving night at a at a shopping mall, it just means you presents. don't have family worth hanging out with. Yeah, in which case, do what everybody else does in America the rest of the year that they're depressed. Go to a bar and drink it away. <laughs> yeah, okay? and don't bring the gun either. Just drink. Just drink. Yeah, do well, shots. I can don't see, take them. I can see. A, I can see a family going to the movies or some, you know what I mean, something like that at the end of the night. You know, like hey, let's go see a movie or something. That's that's fine. But. This this whole Black Friday thing and st- now it's not even it starts like there was stores opening up at three o'clock yesterday. Yep, J.C. was one of them. Yeah, because of those fuck you toasters. Yeah, <laughs> and people are rushing out there. It's like so you're taken away from one holiday. You're turning Thanksgiving into a shopping day. Not necessarily. It's not. Thanksgiving and you know what? Anymore. As long as but you can't blame the stores because people the demand is there. People are no, going. It is. Yeah. People are going. And if you're single and don't have anybody to celebrate the holiday with, maybe you get a little shopping done. Even yeah. if it's for yourself. If you got no friends to celebrate Thanksgiving with, chances are you're... going to fuck a $5 toaster oven. That's it. <laughs> you know, for when you're sitting alone in your apartment for the rest of the holiday yeah. season. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, just kind of staring off into yeah. the distance, wondering where your life went. Kleenex and Jergens is like a 50% <laughs> off. You're all set. Strudely. <laughs> shit, we really are going old school. Yeah. You said Jergens. <laughs> we haven't mentioned that masturbating wow, no fiend shit, huh? in a long time. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, there was one other article today. It was just about how Black Friday has brought out the worst in us because 
and I think the crux of the article is this. It wasn't even that we're doing the shopping. It's that the rest of us have come to accept it. Like, nobody is really making a stand. No stores are saying, hey, we're going to stay closed. Staying closed. It's Thanksgiving. We'll be open in the morning. Yeah. It's a holiday. I mean, Chick-fil-A was open today or yesterday. Was it? Yeah, it was. It was. And, and, you know, this is a store that or a restaurant that won't open on Sunday because that's the Lord's Day. But apparently Black Friday. (laughs) Oh, no, Thanksgiving doesn't mean anything. Black Friday, yeah, all bets are off. Get all the shitty chicken sandwiches you want. <laughs> yeah. I, I find it hard to believe that it's okay to be moral and ethical and all highfalutin the rest of the year, and then for some reason on Black Friday all bets are off. Like, hey, you know what? After you're done eating <laughs> with your family, woof that down because you're going to be in work at one. Did anything else happen worth mentioning? Because I kind of just want to get to this hat. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned the, the turkey the guy from Turkey coming to my mother's house, and I was talking about, well, you brought it up. I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> you wouldn't have forgotten but, if he showed up, my friend. No. But then I was wondering if he didn't show up because one of his family <laughs> had a heart attack on live television. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so, a yeah. Turkish sportscaster had a heart attack on live TV. And they were reporting on some game. It was probably soccer. Uh, <laughs> what else would it be? <laughs> Curling. Yep. So apparently, ten days prior, this guy had a peacemaker put in. Peacemaker. A peacemaker. <laughs> a peacemaker. I, I, I say he said peace right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's alive. He, he lived. He lived. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah he yeah. didn't die. Uh, well, then he's at peace with that. He's at yeah. peace with that. Yeah. No, he had a, pe- a pacemaker. Apparently, it wasn't working so well. No. <laughs> And he dropped live on TV. Just flopped down on the table and done. Yeah, I mean, was... I know that when you go to Istanbul for healthcare needs, they're usually <laughs> second notch. to none. Yeah. Second to none for heart care. I thought it was Constantinople. <laughs> God, I would love to get the right set. So right. Right. <laughs> Just play it throughout the, you know, your entire Thanksgiving yeah. recap. <laughs> Yeah, the guy, you know, you feel for him, but it's not the first time somebody's died on air. You no. know, it's happened quite a bit. That one Indian guy from years ago really freaked me out because mm-hmm. he was an old guy. and He was like an expert brought in to talk about his book or something or some kind of major research finding. Yeah. And the whole room is just riveted to everything this guy is saying. He was like Gandhi of science, you know, and he was just reading. And next thing you know, he's mid-sentence and his eyes roll back. Yeah, and it was th- brutal. This was a little rougher to watch, though. Because the guy more or less just went face down. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, you know, hey, to Turkish healthcare, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we've raised our glass a few times. Already. Turkish first responders, anyway. I, I, Saudis are like, we he's didn't alive. Have to do with it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was at the Kashagi clinic. What? <laughs> we're just gonna, we're gonna sell turkey, all kinds of faulty pacemakers now. <laughs> and some guy put his clothes on and leave the studio. <laughs> Oh man. Pacemakers should not run on double A's. (laughs) Especially from that part of the world. (laughs) He bought them on the subway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Jesus Christ. Can we get to this fucking hat? Yeah. yeah. So that's it. I mean, let's get to the hat. There's some headlines in there. I threw in there, but we got some topics. We got some stuff mixed in. you, You heard my intro. So it, that's the stuff that made the intro. You can only imagine the kind of questions I put in the hat. <laughs> I really wanted to come up with some kind of deeper discussion topics that we would never cover on this show. Yeah. So I went a little out of character. So even though it's an old school vibe tonight, still wanted to throw a little new school juice in there. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. So to yeah. give to give everybody uh, any new listeners 
an idea who haven't been back that far in the catalog. What we do is all three of us write down a bunch of topics, headlines, anything that we want to discuss without telling anybody else. And we throw them. We got this top hat in the middle of the table. And we throw them all in there. And then we pick them one at a time. And we talk about it. And this is actually backed by popular demand. We've this is been the requested. third time we've done it. This is the third time we've done it. But we've been asked, you know, go back to the hat. Do the hat again. Yep. You know, because people like the stories you guys pick suck. i think the original compliment was a little nicer than that (laughs) it's all good feedback though thanks for the feedback yeah uh no the original um idea was we seem rehearsed at times and that's what the feedback we heard way back when yeah it sounded like you guys all have themes the early episodes were all driven by themes Themes, Yeah. yeah we weren't doing so much headline driven stuff and so we said well we can still be relevant and try to be funny about a lot of things that are just kind of show up on the table. And so this was, this is where we went with it. Now, yeah. the first time we did it, we had a lot of people in the room, and it got crazy. Yes, it did. Yeah, it was. Second time we did it, it was a little low-key. So let's see if third time's the charm. What do you say? Let's Craig, do it. it's your show, because also for new listeners, it's Craig's show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. if it sucks, yep. blame him. All right. First topic. Teen arrested after punching and mocking a nine-year-old. What the hell? Where was this? Well, it happened in Brooklyn in the housing project right near where Brad used to live. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. You're not not wrong. (laughs) We used to be like, well, Jay-Z will take care of us. (laughs) 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 Then he peed on everyone. Oh, no, that was R. Kelly. Sorry. Sorry, Jay-Z. <laughs> I was gonna make a Beyonce joke, but you yeah. made the, you went right to R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. By the way, they have nothing to do with each other, and you're just being racist. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was filmed, so there was footage of it, and that's what happened, and it went viral fast. Well, thank you first off for starting the hat with such an enlightening yeah, and, right. and seasonal topic, <laughs> lighthearted topic. But I figured there was a little discussion behind it. It wasn't just. Because I, I was kind of pissed about this. Because what happened was, I guess the, the kid apparent, apparently started busting his balls, punched him, slammed his head into the wall. Right, well, when we say the kid, we need to define now. We got two 16, kids here. The 16 older kid. Old. We have a 16-year-old kid demanding candy from a 9-year-old. Yeah, he was screaming, give me candy. Punched him, smashed his head into the wall, continued to berate him and, and mock him and all this stuff. And um, But he was caught almost immediately they arrested him because once the video went viral the police in brooklyn looked at the video and said oh we know that kid oh it's 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 bill yeah yeah Yeah. right away he's been in trouble a lot so my thing was he's um he's being charged with acting in a manner injurious to a child did I say that right? You did. Yes, you did. Okay. You did. Oh, most of those words were correct. I'm pretty impressed. Thanks. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. But, but so th- that assumes that they're treating him as an adult, and they they haven't released his name. Well, they're not going to. They're not going to unless he gets charged as an adult. Yeah, and then at that point it becomes fair game. But yeah. it, right now it's two minors. Yeah. So you're not going to hear a whole lot of detail about what led up to this, if anything led up to this. I will roll the dice right now, and I would bet my holiday bonus that this is going to become a mental health play. This kid's already been in trouble. Yeah, yeah. They're going to say this kid has a history of mental illness, 
And you know what? I think it'd be good if we lock him up in a mental institution and let the government and the, the taxpayers pay for his pay recovery. For yeah. Instead of just accepting the fact that this kid might be an insufferable douchebag that doesn't belong on and, earth with nine-year-old kids. Yeah. And the so, thing is, is there's a lot of them. That's what I was, what I was getting mm-hmm. at is I think you should be charged as an adult. And I think they should start doing that because, I mean, you're attacking, for one thing, a nine-year-old kid. Right, but these types of people that will act out against a nine-year-old kid are the same people that are playing the knockout game with fucking seventy-year-old women. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Or beating up a, an elderly man in a parking lot of a store to take his groceries or whatever he's got. You know, Robin. I don't know, man. I wouldn't be but, that harsh on him because you never know. The candy could have been Reese's peanut butter cups, dude. And I would fucking <laughs> probably do the same damn thing. All right, all right. I take it back. No. <laughs> no, but you're right. You're right. No, but I mean. If you start saying, you know what, you're 16 years old, Th- this is a crime. It's not like he was shoplifting or something, you know, charges of mine. You're shoplifting. You're doing stupid, breaking windows, doing stupid shit like that. You know, that's different. You're causing bodily injury on on someone that's way more helpless than you are. You're terrorizing a nine-year-old. Yeah. And the kid had candy. It's probably the best treat he's had in ages. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, again, go out on a limb here. You're living in the projects in that part of Brooklyn, and I know that part of Brooklyn. Yeah, it's life isn't always going to work that out great. great. Yeah. So, the kid had candy. The older kid wanted candy. He ain't diabetic. <laughs> 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 so I'm, I'm just going to say, charge this fucker as an adult. The, the reason they have minor laws in place, and the reason you get tried as a minor versus being tried as an adult, is all comes down to. Do you have enough life experience to make these types of decisions? Did yeah. he know Agreed he was doing wrong? Do you really think a 16-year-old left his house that morning and said, you know what, I'm going to beat the shit out of a kid for a piece of candy? Yeah. Because I'm not sure if it's right or wrong. Yeah, exactly. He knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. Yep. We need to accept the fact that not everybody on this planet is going to end up good. God no, damn it! Exactly. What a t- what a topic to start off yeah. the hat yeah. with, huh? but then you get happy holiday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but a lot of those a lot of those places. I mean, what kind of a father figure did he have, or you know, anything like that? It's Who knows? If he's even got a father. Or, or, it, uh, yeah, not, I know. But it's not even that. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's, I, I think it has fucking wrong. You know it's wrong. Whether you had a father or not, well, you know that beating on somebody to take this shit is not. Good. Let me right. take. Let me give you a, like a, a ten second recap of. I used to be a teacher, and yep. I taught in a rough part of Queens. And there, the, the first thing we got trained on wasn't proper classroom etiquette, and it wasn't rules, and it wasn't hallway times. It was knowing the difference between a kid that's troubled and a kid that's an asshole. Yeah. And I think that's how our principal phrased it. Yeah. Like he, you know, not every kid is like a project worth saving. Sometimes they're just, they're just asshole scumbags. kids. They're just going to be in prison. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to bet that this 16-year-old is a scumbag. And this 9-year-old's a victim. So, yeah, try him as an adult. Okay, let's see what the system does to him. Because as tough as he is around a 9-year-old, I would love to see how he is like, around a 29-year-old in prison. Yeah. yeah. Something tells me he's well, done for it Somebody's going to tell me he's handing someone some fucking candy. But even, yeah. it, but even, <laughs> that, but even that, even that. What about the, the parents? Oh, who's going to... I mean, I don't know, but... I wouldn't let my nine-year-old child uh, uh, by himself. If you got a two-income household and school ends at three o'clock, exactly, and you don't get off till eight, exactly. Uh, you know, got sometimes a lot you can't with, help it. Dad, mom, and dad. A lot to do with if family. there's a mom and dad, it doesn't. You know, even if it's You're a group right. home advisor, 
Okay, so you can't control all the kids all the time. No, exactly. Okay? And a nine-year-old kid playing in a playground should be a safe thing, no matter where you are in this world. But let's be real, it isn't. And no, it's honestly, no it's not a safe thing in Alabama. A kid walking around a mall on, yeah. on Thanksgiving night shopping yeah, for does. fucking toasters should be able to do so safely without threat of gunfire. Yeah. So it's not just an inner it's, city it's, thing. It's not an inner city thing. It's happening all over the place. You yeah. see these videos of these kids beating up, like I said, beating up some old man to take his money. You know, some 80-year-old man walking out of a, a convenience store and two kids just jump him in the parking lot and give him a beating and take his money and take off. It's like, come on, man. You, you, you're a you're fucking dirtbag. No, no, line. no. They're victims of society. Yeah, no, they're not. They're no. scumbags. Exactly. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm just presenting the obvious I mean, counterpoint. Yeah. No, well, I, people, I, I do believe that they are victims to a point. Not, you know what I mean? Not, like, no, do you know totally what victims blameless. do usually, though? Victims usually try to find a way to better themselves. Yeah, it doesn't right. always work out. No. Right, but sometimes but if they you don't... rob to feed your family, it's almost like a Robin Hood thing. Right, but if they don't have someone to encourage them and push them in that way, they're still kids. They don't know any better which way to go. But sixteen-year-old, uh, you, right. you, you get a bunch of kids together with the same mentality. Forget about changing them. You'd be surprised. One day or two days, it's gonna be. There's a plenty. There's plenty. Family, of, there's plenty of kids in this world that come from that upbringing. Uh, whether it's a single parent home, uh, poor, or just neglected, whatever it is, there's plenty of success stories about those kids standing oh, yeah. up on their own, doing good in school, and saying, "You know what? I'm gonna get the fuck out of here, yeah. uh, <laughs> and I'm yeah. gonna make my life better than it's this." It's not. It's not a night and day thing. It's not this well, or it's that. that. It's sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, not clear. And, so no pun intended. It's not a black part. and white issue. There, no, there are it's not. not you know, it's not like half the population says I'm getting the fuck out of here and the other half says, no, nah, screw it, I'm going to go to a life of crime. There are victims of society that does exist. Yeah, yeah. right. And I, again, I do feel for the parents who have, it's basically homelessness or robbing. Yeah. I'll, I'll, as long as nobody gets hurt in the process, I'm almost okay with it. You know, yeah. I don't agree with the crime, but I agree with the reasoning. The reasoning. Okay, because, you know, I have a family. But I'd li like to think both of you would do anything in your power to take care of your wives. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And I think that's where a lot of this comes from. When it comes down to bullying a kid for an almond joy, I think there's something else going on. And the kid isn't sick. He's just a prick. And I say, throw the book at him. Make an example so maybe some other 16-year-old that wants to threaten a 9- or a 10-year-old for a piece of candy will think twice next time because of what happened to Bill. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. and that's where I'm at. And by the way, that's not his name. No, no, it's not. But yeah, I, I, would, I bet that be. same Christmas bonus that... He, he ain't named Bill. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, but I mean, that's that's what I'm getting. I they need to charge, start charging these, start dropping the hammer on these kids and saying, you know, this ain't the way to do it, man. Yeah, there's got to be a. And don't get me wrong, there needs set. to be, there needs to be more um, social projects in areas like that to get these kids. Out of the, you know, not hanging out in in the parking lot. Well, or I think hanging out in front of the thing. It's a never-ending battle. I think if they put just... a wall around Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brad. Enough of that. Let's just move on from this disgusting story and pick a, pick a topic. Okay, I think this is a little lighter. Yeah, and it's more up our, you know, up our. Uh, Wheelhouse, if you will. <laughs> Hugh Hefner dumped a casket full of sex tapes into the ocean before he died. Yeah. <laughs> no, sir. Yes, he did. Of his sex tapes? Yes. All personal sex tapes. 
He filled a casket with it and dumped him at sea. Yeah, but every every woman in it was well, every girl in it was probably like twelve. That's why he dumped them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know exactly. That's we're, probably we're doing some freaky shit. Yeah, yeah. Shit. I uh, I just wondered. One of my headlines that's in the hat right now is uh, scuba industry in California t- goes up one thousand percent. Wow, exactly. that's fucked up. Exactly. Talk about connecting topics. I don't know if I'd want to see that old man try to get a limp noodle into a bunch <laughs> of hot young. Oh, oh my God! God. He's been what? old since we've been born. Yeah, yeah no shit. You, he's man. never been young. We've never known you after to be young. No, no. And he died at uh, what 119, I think. Yeah. Like, like, like even Stan Lee was like, I can't live that long. Yeah. <laughs> right now they're hanging out, going Excelsior. <laughs> Fuck them both. Uh, yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> Go ahead, try me. No, what could what could I mean? Why why would he do that? Is well, I'm like kind of like home movie kind of things, like no copies of any of this shit. No, they were all his personal personal sex stuff. Tapes. And I think what happened was, I I'm thinking that he must have gotten into that like you know all these sex tapes are coming out, and someone's gonna find you know find one of these and take yeah, it. and I'm gonna die in two days. It? You know, <laughs> then why tape it? The man does, well, didn't need to masturbate. Who knows? Those things are probably on. They probably on reels. <laughs> Dude, yeah. they're probably on fucking yeah. reels. Half eight millimeter reels. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I gotta ask, why do you think Hugh Hefner would feel the need to have sex tape? It's not like he was looking at a dry season. He's fucking, no. he was rich, dude, and bored probably half of the time. What he else filmed he it do? for whose purposes? Like know. it wasn't his performance because again, he's always been old, and he never had to perform, and it wasn't for money. Yeah, he no, wasn't no, trying exactly. to get in on the sex tape craze. Yeah. Why the fuck would he record it? All you would do, if I was Hugh Hefner and I was getting laid by six different women every night, <laughs> is try to top myself the next night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's what he was trying to do. He was filming it. It was kind of like a coach going over fucking footage. doing game Film. tape? Game tape, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Right. See yeah. where I went and limped there? Then we got to do something to get over that hump and just take it home. At John the end Madden of the on the prompter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. John dude. X's and O's. Yeah. John Madden. Wham! Well, he's got, he's got enough money. Right? Yeah, Maybe no shit. Maybe they oh were filmed like that. Dude, imagine that. See, this is where you went wrong. You thrust it here when there was a hole open right here. <laughs> like a, like you a burst. camera sitcom. Yeah. You, know? you got to burst through that hole when it shows itself. So get in there. There's a producer in the back. Switch camera two. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those shots between his bunghole and hers. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't see hers because his balls have flopped over him. He's trying to ram his three-inch non-dick into her taint. He's like, I don't know how you missed the open man. He's right there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> fucking John Madden doing fucking you having to play my play sex tapes. <laughs> Oh, that is classic. Then he shows up oh on the God. news at 11. Let's go to the videotape. Oh. <laughs> yeah. so, but what I find funny is that, I mean, when you have enough money, when, you, when you're like, you know what? Instead of just going out to sea and throwing them like in a trash bag and just going out to sea and throwing them all the sea. No, he bought a casket, filled it. And then dumped it. That was That's a nice just, touch. It was, he probably had 19 caskets bought over the last 20 years. <laughs> probably. Every yeah. year, he's like, just in case, I like this one better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that model's out. we got to get a new one this year. Yeah, it's got definitely. a whole casket room. There was a great documentary about him on Amazon. 
that was actually really good. It, it portrayed what kind of guy he was. Yeah. We do love the fact that he was such a champion of free speech. We devoted an episode to yeah, him. Yeah, we did. We did. Back in the old days. And that was a really, really fun episode. When he passed. That's right. Yeah, it was right yeah. when he passed. Yeah. We had, we had a good time with that one, but, you know, let's be real. Like you Hefner, <laughs> by the time videotape was a viable medium for anybody to have access <laughs> yeah, over, just, forget it. It was already over. Yeah, yeah, it was done. He was having a trouble with a viable boner. <laughs> yeah. He's the reason point. why Viagra was six girls in there. Five came of them out. were holding him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of them was blown into his asshole to get his fucking wiener to fucking get on. Nice match. Fucking million dollars on popsicle sticks and fucking elastics. <laughs> <laughs> and then they invented Viagra. <laughs> and he was all set. I think now I know why they call it an erector set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike, pick another topic. All right, let's do this. Pick something fun. So far we've had dead people and abused children. <laughs> Man cuts off his own testicle with pocket knife during detox. <laughs> God damn. I'm so lucky to have my balls right now. I, first of all, I want to know when Craig had the time tonight to take all of our topics out. Yeah, I know. Right, Just right, put right. His in. They've been all Craig so far. No shit. Fucking ridiculous. So he cuts off his own balls with a pocket knife for what? During t detox. He was detoxing from what? what? For, yeah, exactly. What the hell was going? He was detoxing from alcohol. That's it. Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, you say that's it, but alcohol detox can be brutal. I understand that, oh, but yeah. I mean, if you had told me he was on a cocktail of, like, meth and other speed and then occasionally heroin just to bring himself down, I'd kind of buy into the fucking rash behavior. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people come down from alcohol detox. That's how I spent most of my 20s. Yeah, I have yeah. a real and, and most of last week with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I real hard time buying that. I you were so crazed from not having booze. That you well, cut your balls no, it was, no it was that they said they found him. The, the police found him covered in blood on his hands and pants, and they said he was completely like out of it. He was confused and didn't even realize what he had done. And then they transported him to a hospital, reportedly after his testicles were retrieved and handed to medics. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? No, seriously, don't, don't you have stayed intact. I hope he was cold. Don't they stayed intact? <laughs> I know, right? They didn't, they, didn't fucking, they didn't travel too far from each other. They just yeah. fucking wear it together. Now. But what the fuck? Do, do you not have, like, fingers and toes that you can cut off? Right, you know? exactly. What the fuck? You Why go does right it even the have to sack? be cutting something off? I Why don't is know. detox, like, the effects of detox always something harmful? Why can't it be like, I knit a sweater? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I freaked out and made some slippers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they, don't they take away all your all your weapons and shit when you're going to a no, place No, I think like he that? was, I don't, apparently, I think he was trying to do it on his own. Oh, oh, maybe oh. I guess I don't know. Could if be. he was oh, at a rehab knows? center, he would have no access to anything. Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't have a pocket knife. I would have a real hard time though. Could you imagine? Well, maybe because someone like me, I'd be like, "Oh, this pocket knife is getting in here." Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to cut my balls off. off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my men to pass. I got to cut my balls off this weekend. I'm bringing this knife. <laughs> you, never, you never know. After you, the you way know. Mike drank the other night, we should check him. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I notice you have no interest in Leslie at all right now. <laughs> Could you imagine? You guys want some Korean beer? 
Imagine being a medic though and showing up and be like, "What happened?" And the cops like, "Well, here, they hand you a bag with balls in it, <laughs> like, little velvet pouch." That's yeah. Fucked up. I'd throw them right in a basket. Be like, "Yeah, we lost. It. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> I ain't carrying these things around." Terrible. <laughs> carry around like a coin purse. <laughs> you put your change, your ID yeah. in there, <laughs> zip it up tight. <laughs> All right, so he detoxed and then it got gross. Decoxed. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but don't pick another topic since you're gonna make those kind of jokes. Yeah. <laughs> pick something that's funnier. Oh shit! Let's see what we got in here. All right, this isn't one of mine, so it shouldn't be gross and dark. Should it be? One. <laughs> There's nothing written on it. <laughs> it is completely blank. All right. <clears throat> I didn't like this. This is the first one I wrote. We've talked about how social media brings out the bad in us all, but what are some good things about social media? Hey, um, it's the holidays. Yeah, and, that, but, and it would turn good. I mean, I don't know. What I'd else? say this. Social media, to me, I think there's really two things that it's good for. Everything. It's not good for anything else. <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> and two things are maybe connecting with somebody far away that you were close with over haven't seen in a long time and you, now you're finally connecting with this person and that's great you know and the other thing is maybe communication for certain we use it for communication for certain things we wouldn't you know, need it though there would be no, other ways there would be other it. ways to do it but i mean um but things like that maybe like marketing for your business or something you know but there's other ways to do that as well. Yeah, I, so I, I think really, it's all just noise. Really, not Another much thing. other than fucking saying something wrong and getting fired for it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think there's two good things. One of them's real, and one of them's like me just being a dick. But the first one is we're not gonna be able to tell the difference. No, trust you won't. me. No, you won't. <laughs> Pretty spot on. <laughs> uh, recently, I found out a friend of mine from twenty some odd years ago passed away very suddenly. Yeah, and oh, I man. wouldn't have known that. Sucks, she lived Sorry, out yeah, in that. Nevada, you yeah. know. I mean, and, and we had lost touch. And you know, I I wouldn't hesitate to even use the word friend. You know, when you don't talk to somebody for twenty years, you're, you're not yeah. friends. Somebody I used to be friends with, and somebody who I shared a lot of memories with. Yeah, tragic what happened. I'm not going to get into it, but I wouldn't have known that without social media. Yeah. So I think that's a positive. I also think on a more normal for this show level, I think <laughs> it's great when you find out that people who were douchebags in high school are completely unsuccessful today. Yep. <laughs> the revenge aspect. The of whole that. schadenfreude thing. You know, yeah, I like, yeah. I, I, you, people do take enjoyment oh, yeah. and pleasure in the misery of others. I do. Yeah. And we I love that, when Craig. finding out that one guy, that <laughs> we was, know. you know, captain of the football team, you find out the guy hurt his hip his first week at his junior college tryout. Cause you know, he had like a, a like a 0.8 GPA. So we ended up at a local community college yeah. trying to play on their ragtag football team, yeah. you know, having dreams of like Keanu Reeves and like, yeah. what was that movie called? The Unfuckables? I don't remember. Yeah. 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 The Unwatchables. This is what it was. And then you find out that he ended up selling cars badly for years and then he tried to sell aluminum siding for a few years yeah. and he tried to sell insurance for a few years and now he's in his 40s and he's fat yep. and he's bald. bald. You know, I mean, I'm fat and bald, but it least I did it my way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I, I am, I'm incredibly, like, I'm, I'm spiteful and I, I revel in this shit. I know you do. You know, I do. <laughs> and I'm 100% revenge-based everyone, everyone and you do. can hold a grudge. 
So, (laughs) so it's stuff like that. I do. That's a good point. I like that. That's, that's a good aspect of it. And I agree 100%. Okay. That's, that's a good aspect. I'm talking like really good, (laughs) like socially good, good. a good aspect to you might might not be the same, but what about like movement of money? To charities a lot faster, like like uh, like the hurricane thing. All right, like yeah. ma- imagine back in the day before you know yeah. charities are more uh, moving money faster. Yeah, and easier. no, and and that's and people that's, are getting burned by charities. Well, no, but not only that, GoFundMe's and stuff like that. Yeah, are yeah, great. yeah, There's two sides to that coin. Yep, the GoFundMe pages to help people are fantastic. Um, the charities, you know, uh, this and that are, are great. The Hey, it's my birthday. Send money here. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> but you know what? But you then know, again, if you're, if you're my friend, send money to this. I wasn't going to even send you a card. <laughs> yeah. But then again, but then again, <laughs> now we're going to hit send on that post. <laughs> you yeah. know what? You know what? That shit is stupid, but, uh, but I give them props, man, for having big enough balls to put it out there. And people actually send them shit. But why do you think more you know people I mean? are donating? Now, it's great that these charities are getting no, money. Exactly. But stop for a minute. Let's rewind and think about social media. What is social media really all about? It's not a question of, hey, I donated money. That makes me feel good. It's, hey, look at me. I donated money. Exactly. Everybody needs Everybody to know just what a great flip charitable side son of, of a bitch that. I am. I, I put $5 towards wildfire relief that buys a bottle of fucking water in California. Yeah. Okay, but everybody on Facebook says, well, if Brad's They could use that bottle. Yeah, that's the, the flip well, side. Yeah. That's definitely the flip side of what yeah. I, was, I was saying, but exactly. People but will asking always for say, coverage of charity me. defeats the purpose of charity. Yep, Anonymous right. donors are the only way to truly do exactly. charity. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I mean, not to... Because it kind of not to be a Craig it, or any, anything. Any any GoFundMe I've ever donated to, I've always donated it anonymously. I've never put because no, I haven't because I'm a fucking sheep and I wanted the person to know that I donated five dollars yeah. more than the next guy up on the list. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's why I never did it. I ne- I did it anonymously because I didn't want it to be like like oh like it's a competition. I gave you know. 10 bucks more than this guy or 20 bucks more than that guy. I didn't like that. And I yeah. felt bad for it. So I always donated anonymously. My first reaction, we donated to Clay from Clay Time in the Basement on our network on Damaged Goods. That and one I didn't donate anonymously. I wanted my fucking tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the true colors all yeah. come out. Hey, we donated this. We donated, we donated a combined $50, which should have bought us two CDs when it comes out and yeah. also tickets to the show. And by the way, Clay, get on that motherfucker. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, but that aside, uh, yeah, the show's long over. Yeah, but I want the ticket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm never claimed to be a highly charitable person because I am a skeptic and I question where the money actually goes. Goes. Yeah. Um, but I'll say this: I think the social media aspect it's successful because the people are so afraid of not being a part of it. And in that they'll donate to save face. Yeah. I wonder how many people in a truly anonymous world would make that same donation. And based on the personalities I see on social media, I would say that's less than 5%. Yeah. Because yep. I don't have that much faith in And that's in true. And that's really true. It's uh, sad to say, but I, I know that from experience because... My sister, when I was out with the operations and all that shit, she freaking started one. Wait, you had operations? <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Whatever. 
Well, just like, one. She she you did one. Get the dick out of me. And <laughs> <laughs> and they cut Craig off my back. Yeah. And then, <laughs> oh my god, your tumor has a neck tumor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but even with the, with the GoFundMe pages and stuff, you 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 know you you have that choice of being anonymous and everything, and probably like. Five percent of the people. Anybody who are underneath the average is anonymous. Anybody who's donating the top number, not anonymous. No, that's like not Gary true. Goddamn that's team. not true. I know it's not true because I did investigating. <laughs> I did investigate. <laughs> so all the investigation happened on your couch Just for the, and within yeah, a, within a three foot arms length radius. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right, let me pick another all one. Kinds of shit. Is worldwide equality a good thing? No. Explain why. Because it's impossible. Okay, keep talking. Doesn't mean it's not a good thing. Though. It's a good thing, yeah. But it, Jesus I mean, wanted. it would it would be a good thing, but it's impossible. Yeah, it is impossible. It's not. You have it's not an on It's not an on nature. It's not. No, it's not. Because if you took a thousand of the best, most devoted. Jesus followers and locked them all in a fucking room. <laughs> Why does it have to be Jesus followers? No, I'm just like, I'm saying you brought it up. I'm just saying if you took those most devoted people and you locked them in a room and you went back fucking month later, that room's gonna be separated into a bunch of groups of people. Yeah, of course. <laughs> any any group you, you know put together I mean? like that. And that group and those groups of people are gonna be talking about the other groups of people. We as humans and do not we do not possess the, the the no. you know reasoning for being all happy, we don't we don't it's, possess. Well, it. it's not that. It's no, just, it's totally it's, that. We cannot live together in harmony. There's always going to be this conflict, well, that I, conflict I agree with that you, people will hate I, you enough to fucking. Want I don't know to if kill it comes you. down to that. I think that there's a, a certain level of motivation that the world needs. Like, what is our motivation? For trying to be better people, better at our jobs, better at you know improving our lifestyles, if everybody's the same. Asteroids. Yeah. Like if they're handing out the same amount of money for every job, what's yeah. my motivation to be a heart surgeon? Be the best. Right. Exactly. Okay. Well, why would I want to go to school and put on all the extra hours and go become a heart surgeon and all the work and financial investment that that in, is involved with, if I'm going to be on the same level as a guy who works two days a week? Yes. And then the government offsets the rest of it. Yep. You know, I think there's a, a fine line between equality and equity. You would have yeah. a ha very small handful of people that are passionate about helping other people that would become a doctor just to help. But other if people. there's worldwide equality, then right. you don't have to help anybody because we all have the same no, thing. No, exactly. And, you know, it's obviously never going to happen. I realize the term no. impossible, but. Is this something we should be striving for? Is really the motivation? It was my topic. I'll put, we should I'll always it strive out. for it, but I think we should strive to bring people up to a standard of living that they work for. Right. Okay. And I think you have the right to earn it. The, the pursuit of happiness is guaranteed, not the happiness. No, it's the pursuit exactly. And I mean, I, that's just the American ideal. But I think worldwide, I think universal equality is is a stupid concept. We're not all the same people. No. Some people don't want to be at other levels. Right, right. But I, I find it hard to believe that there are still going to be really motivated doctors in the world and motivated lawyers that want to stay in, with, with integrity. And, you know, and this, the world where they make the same money as a baseball player, they right. make the same money as a garbage or a sweeper. Yeah, or I just don't think that's ever going to happen. And, and the fact that we talk about it so much annoys me. It's just not even fair. 
I mean, in in a sense of save. I mean, all right, you're a radish farmer, right? And your neighbor is a radish farmer, but you go out there and we do every, beets. and you and you That's every true. day you you tend to your crop and you do all this stuff to make sure you, that you're growing the best fucking radishes, you know, that you can. And your neighbor's like, yeah, I got a field full of radishes. I'll water them tomorrow. Yeah, it's like you the know, tortoise in the hair kind poor, of deal. That guy only puts out, like, say one guy's got four acres worth of radishes. Yeah. And the other guy's got four feet. But he sells those four feet of radishes. He claims that they're a special breed. And he knows enough people that allow him to market them properly. Yeah. He makes them high-end radishes, and they sell for... Four hundred dollars a radish. Yeah. Okay. And they're they're like truffles now. You yeah. Know, you show yeah. up and they're they're in restaurants and they're shaving them over your salad <laughs> and your dollars are just flying out of your wallet, all because he had better marketing and better connections. Yeah. Are you on the same level? Right. Yeah. You gotta no, work. Get, you gotta it's, work it's true. for that shit, man. But I'm saying, but if you can go and that guy, who's got the that worked so hard to grow these great radishes and then you got your, your neighbor who didn't give a shit and he's got these things that look like they're wilting and dying. But they'll do but the job. They have radishes, but they're just shitty. But you put so much more work into it than that guy and you're selling them for, you know, $5 a bushel and so, he's getting $5 a so bushel. So does it come down to And pride? they're just mixing your radishes with his and sending them off to people. Well, that's another argument altogether. You know? We could go on this the whole episode. <laughs> but I, I really feel like there's just way too much focus on bringing everybody to the same level, which negates the effort of hard work. Yeah. And there are plenty of hardworking people that don't get their due in life. No, Unfortunately, exactly. life is a zero-sum game. You just, you're not guaranteed anything. Life doesn't owe you anything. It owes no, you nothing. And, Nobody and, owes you nothing. And where would I, our civilization be without that, really? Because constant improvement is always people coming up with other ideas. You know what I mean? I mean, where would we be? No, there would be we were no all the same. Because it's, if right. you say you're an inventor, you're and then the standard for the United States or the world standard for inventors is you all make X amount of money, and no matter what you produce, who the fuck what's cares? my motivation? Yeah, to come exactly. Up with the next unless you yeah. unless you really care about you know the, the subject or whatever. That's who what I mean. There's fuck, passionate you know? people. There's a few you know a handful of passionate people that would still continue yeah. on. But I mean, yeah, no, it doesn't work. It's bullshit. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Pick another one. We just don't believe in humanity. No. <laughs> it's a great idea, yeah. but it's not. So was the never-ending story. Yeah, exactly. This is a very good question. Uh, it must who, be mine. Who is the most important rock star in the world since 1990 and why? That's since also mine. Since 1990. It is mine. Who's the most important? And let me define. There are no definitions. Yeah, Mike doesn't, <laughs> Mike doesn't know because he hasn't listened to anything after 1990. Actually, no. No, I purposely no, we're talking because I think that might have crossed into his threshold. Yeah. See, a little bit. No, no, but the, but the key word in this sentence is important, not who is the, the best or who it's important. Now, I, important towards for what humanity? Well, important means different things to different people, which is why it went in the hat. Yep. I don't want to define it. You tell me if, you, if somebody came to you and you're in an elevator with a gun to your head, you have three floors to figure out this question. Give me an answer that means something. Go. Since 1990, but are they? Can they be around before 1990? Popular before 1990? No, he's saying since that's come up since 1990. Let's just assume that these right, are the guys that yeah. made their bones in the 90s. Yeah, and okay. Forward. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's know, my it's question. I don't have a, a hard answer. I was kind of hoping you guys. Yeah, that's would. a tough one, man. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, it's tough. 
you know, what what is important? Is it inspirational? Like, um, did something to advance music and the arts, or is it did something for humanity? You know, Isn't like, that the same like, question I just asked like two Bono? seconds ago? <laughs> That's my, what I was but, thinking too. My yeah. answer is all of the above. Go. I mean, it's 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 tough. It's a tough it's, question. It, I didn't mean it to be an easy question. Yeah, you know that that was not the goal here. I think it'd be real easy to go down the Kurt Cobain route, and there's a lot of argument. Now, I hate the man. I hated his music. <laughs> I'm not really sad that he's dead. <laughs> I didn't exactly do cartwheels yeah. that happened. Yeah, yeah, it was a big that deal happened. But I me, did, yeah. I don't really care. Yeah, but I think in terms of what he did musically. Enough people were influenced. That you're still seeing teenagers today wearing Nirvana t-shirts. Yeah. And for think about genres of music. What else were you listening to 25 years ago that's still relevant with kids today? There ain't much. There's not much. There ain't much. And, and they did bring about the whole grunge scene. Was They didn't bring it about. Oh, well, they, they didn't bring it about, they, but they, they were a they, big, huge part of it. They were the driving force i think at that time they were the one that kind of broke through they had that video and everything yeah i also you know it brought about a lot more awareness of heroin culture coming out of the 1980s where everything was all about excess and carefree lifestyles and i don't care i'm gonna fuck all these women i'm yeah. not gonna get aids i'm stronger than you and cocaine yeah. and cocaine and drugs and parties and destroying hotel yep. rooms having a guy who was introspective even if his lyrics sucked yeah, he was really introspective, and then he ultimately succumbed just when the band was about to embark on their first real arena tour. Yeah. And stadium tour, actually. They, they were at the top of the world. And then I know where he offed himself. Too much pressure, too much whatever. I can't be in his head, and nobody can now because it's on the back of the wall somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's got buckshot in it. <laughs> exactly. It's part of somebody's paint job right now. <laughs> Outside Seattle. I just think if you think about relevance, Kurt Cobain actually has to be in this discussion. Yeah. How many people did he influence to do heroin? I as think much as you, you brought yeah. awareness to it on both sides. I think how many I'd people like thought it was cool. There have a lot of people who were swayed by that. Probably we're going to end up down that road anyway. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. But I mean, how many people thought you know I want to be successful like that, and the only way for me to be dark and and you know have and emulate that, emulate and these emulate guys. that. A lot I'm of gonna, these people. Let me let me do some heroin. <laughs> you know, yeah. and again, and I get think an ugly it's sweater. natural selection at that point. If you think the only way to tap into your artistic soul is to, you know, drop smack all the time, yep, then have at it. Yeah, have at it, and you know, let's see how many smells like Teen Spirits you can fucking come <laughs> up with. <laughs> I'm gonna roll the dice again and say, yeah. no, it's not gonna happen. Yep. Your band sucks. I, I'm not a Nirvana guy. I never, I never liked their music. I, but you, it, you'd be stupid to deny. The fact that he set the pace. No, he did. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for Guaranteed. grunge and heroin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for and for thinking twice before marrying somebody. Oh my god, so, I know, right? So on that, so on that same path, though, setting the pace and stuff. I mean, rap was already big at that point. Since it was 1990 was the birth of gangster rap. Right? Yeah, well, well roughly the rise, of, the rise of it yeah. when it started to really become popular and everybody was buying triple fat goose jackets and Raiders hats. What you remember the eight ball jackets? <laughs> yeah, oh, the eight ball jackets were the best. Yeah, yeah. like some pleather jacket, nineteen colors. Yeah, <laughs> all of them, and then centering on an eight ball. Yeah, I had a little Jewish friend of mine wear one at school. <laughs> 
unapologetically without a drop of irony. <laughs> oh, do we hammer this kid, man. Oh, my God. That kid could not go to his locker fast enough. Oh yeah. But I'm like, why don't you just leave the jacket at home and wear the jacket you wore last year? No, this was my main Hanukkah gift. I have to wear this. <laughs> I my main Hanukkah gift. That kid, at one point, I think he turned it inside out. Yeah. But Dad, guess what? Do you know what an eight looks like inside out? An, an eight. eight. <laughs> 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 but I mean, so if you go to that, you talk about influence, influencing a genre. Is people may argue, I don't know enough about like rap music and and that whole scene enough. But his name was thrown around enough, and he was the first guy that you were like, wow, this guy's almost a fucking billionaire. Was was Puff Daddy, P Diddy, or whatever fucking Sean Combs? Sean Combs. <laughs> you know, yeah, let's just call him that. Yeah, I'm not, where, I'm not into the itty itty thing. Yeah, that he's doing where he went from, you know, coming out as a rapper with uh, what's his Biggie? Was it Biggie? I, I like how you said coming out. Biggie Smalls. <laughs> yeah. Like Big, it's something you have to admit to your parents. No, no, I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm saying he came out. You know, he came out. You you heard of him because he he was rapping with Biggie and doing his thing, but what you didn't realize is he's producing. And he's doing this other stuff. Then he's got a line of clothing. Then he's got this going on and that going on. Next thing you know, the guy's almost a billionaire in a music industry where a lot of bands today aren't making as much money as you fucking think they are. No, the cost of touring, because nobody's making album sales anymore. Yep. It's all streaming. They get percentages of streaming profits. They have to tour more than ever now. Yeah. And this has been going on since, I mean, the CD's been dead for years. Yeah, you know MP3s. We were stealing MP3s. The instant MP3 became a viable thing, people figured out how to steal them. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. So the yeah. music industry's been dying for 15, 16 years. Already. But I mean, until you were an elite band, you're not making much money. You know, you're not living in a mansion in the in the hills in L.A. You know, and even if you hit big, like a lot of those '80s bands did, yeah. it went away just. It as went quickly. away just as fast. Exactly. Watching Lemmy's documentary. Now, Lemmy, Motorhead was never a huge band. But they were They were enough. a hugely respected band. Yeah. But they were big enough that Lemmy shouldn't have been living in a one-bedroom apartment over a fucking shopping <laughs> no center. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Lemmy does, yeah. drank his life away. Yeah. And that's on him. That's on him, Okay, yeah. but he, he lived like a hoarder. His entire yep. apartment, it was so sad watching this documentary. His kid came to see him for the first time, and there were just stacks of magazines and World War II memorabilia. He looked like a crazy man, and he might have been. He yeah, I think have. he was. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go with that. So, but there were no but, guarantees with that you were gonna maintain that but, level. So, so Sean Combs though came out and he started to do and and but what I'm saying about influence was he did that and he you know showed you know not only do I rap and make albums I produce them and I find talent and I create clothing lines and create clothes yeah creating cl clothing lines which all these other people are doing. Yeah, he's like, an entrepreneur, uh, man. Kanye West and all these other guys are doing. And that's why they're so Jay Z and you these like people talking are about Kanye West, huh? Rich, I fucking can't say that. <laughs> but but anyway, what I'm getting at is then he, you know, so he's finding all this talent too. Missy Elliott, all those people were all came through him. These big, yeah, I he, mean, this is going in the '90s, so I'm saying Missy Elliott. I know she's she's still relevant, but not as much big. as she was in the '90s. And early 2000s. She was she always big. Relevant. She no, relevant. no, she's not. No, and yeah, but she's still big. She was always <laughs> pretty big. <laughs> she was always you know pretty mean? big. But I don't know enough about. I don't know enough about this genre. But I was trying to bring it into that genre, you know. But then, but how about this? You said touring. How about now? This is a band that was started way before the 90s. But 
quit. They were done, separated. They all went their own ways. We're doing singles, albums, and doing this and doing that. And then in the 90s, they came back, which was the Eagles. They came back in the 90s, and all of a sudden, concert tickets went from $16.50 <laughs> to 300 Yeah, thanks, assholes. You know what I mean? But it's true. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, so now... You want to go see the Eagles. It's going to cost you 300 bucks for a seat. But the other bands that are out are like, hey, wait a minute. What the fuck? I'm selling my tickets for $16.50 a piece. These guys are getting 300 You know what? How about 40 bucks? Is that cool? Yeah. And this is in the 90s. You know? It, so you go from... You double the price of tickets. Now, to go to any concert, it's, it's pretty much ridiculous. It's, it's, Unless you're going it, to a club. Yeah. To see a band. And if you've seen a band in a club, they never really hit it big or no. they're on their way down. Or they're on their way down. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, it reminds me of uh, Daryl Strawberry when he first came into baseball. He was like, you know what I mean? His first, well, he, he, him to baseball is what kind of like the Eagles, uh, because he got paid so much yeah, he did. Yeah, more money than, than anyone at the time. It was like ridiculous amount. At that time, it was like unheard of. And then after that, every... Every star was like, making, bang, yeah. million, two, ten, yeah, I mean, ten, the, the Mets 20, were good 100. for that. Ask them, they're still paying Bobby Bonilla a million dollars every I, year for another 10 years. Unbelievable. Yeah, because of these contracts are all backloaded. But, that, you know, that's a side topic. So far, we've had two bands that were great marketers and one right fielder. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to talk about bands that, that changed a lot of shit, and I know you guys are going to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. came out of left field. Yeah. Left <laughs> <laughs> no, what's funny, though, is you mentioned Strawberry. His life went the same way. Cocaine and drugs ruined his career just as much as... And then Ass Cancer Wicked ruined it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that made it worse. Terrible prisoner. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible prisoner. Yeah. But we can go We can go for days with bands like that. Like like well, Metallica no, coming out with the Black Album one. in the early 90s I, I, was I'm, huge. You, you are painting right into my discussion. Huge. I love it. it because huge. the Eagles, believe it or not, even though CDs are long dead, nobody's buying them. The ones that were... We're still buying the Eagles' greatest hits. It was the number one catalog album, meaning yeah. older. Mm -hmm. You know, which ones are still resonant? The Eagles' greatest hits was the number one catalog album until this past summer. And then Metallica's Black Album surpassed it. Really? Believe no it or shit. not, Metallica, between digital yeah, worst downloads. album. Well, I don't know <laughs> no, about that. No, no I don't like load it. Load and reload. Well, yeah, load and reload. All right, <laughs> not getting into Yeah, that. definitely yeah. not. But digital downloads and CD sales, physical media. Nobody has sold more albums than Metallica and the Eagles, with Meatloaf coming in a distant third for Bad Out of Hell. Well, what about oh, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon? That dropped. But, but that was the number one selling album for how many years? Uh, long enough. But the more. Eagles' greatest hits <laughs> sold more physical albums. Than, I didn't yeah. Name a kid in college. You guys didn't go, but I, I'm sure you <laughs> broke into one. <laughs> <laughs> but I can Remember tell that? you, there Remember wasn't that? a Correct. CD rack no. in college that didn't have the Eagles' greatest hits in it. Yeah. Everybody had it. Yeah. And the, that's where they made their bones. I mean, Metallica, I think it's funny because who doesn't own this album at this point? I know, okay, right? If you're a fan, you should have had it. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, unless you just got into them. But I need to know now, though, like, is that important? Is it just about money? Does that make them the most important? Because everything we've talked about, we've talked about... Well, yeah. Is, well, I, what I guess... Well, I mean, I wasn't talking about... I, with, the, with the Sean Combs thing, it was... 
he I was just saying he was the first one to be, you know, it's like, oh my God, this guy's almost a billionaire. Yeah, he climbed the ladder really fast. You know, but like I said, it was his discovering of other talent and making these other people famous that that got good. But, but did that but improve then, things? Remember, but then, the word was important, not most influential. No, but then Dr. Dre did the same thing. And he did you know, it before, actually. And actually, he did it before, and he probably found one of the most influential talents. Which was Snoop. Eminem. Well, he did find him, too, yeah. And Eminem was a monster, or is a monster. A lot of rap fans will tell you he's still the best out there. And 40-some-odd yeah. years old, and his daughter grew up real hot. Oh my God! Is his daughter hot? I, I, I'd never date her because I don't want to go meet Dad. Yeah, yeah. Be like, yeah, foot, what's up? All four foot nine at Eminem. I don't need. To I'm deal Slim with Shady, and I'll punch your face. <laughs> <laughs> don't and fuck then, my uh, daughter in the bedroom. And then, <laughs> as I punch your grandmother yeah. in the face. <laughs> Look at that. See how Write that down. <laughs> Write that sorry. down. Write that down. <laughs> Where's Sean Combs discovering us? Yeah. That's what I mean. Uh, I, I, but remember, shit. the word was important. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I guess you can say that the marketing landscape of music today is the most important element of it. I don't understand most of today's music because I'm just that old now. I don't get what the appeal is for guys yeah. who mumble. Because it sucks, dude. That's why you don't get it. A lot it. of it sucks. <laughs> and our music sucked <laughs> the 20 years before. Of course. And their music sucked the 20 years yeah. before them. It's just it's part all, of a cycle. Yeah, if we thought we were going to transcend that cycle, you're fooling yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You're right. uh, but I don't know if there is an answer to that one, but that's why I threw it in the hat. But that's good. I, I mean, the answer to that is in the individual. To each each person, you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, somebody, somebody's going to be more important than somebody else. Right. Like Tom Petty was important to everybody the day he died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Huh? That's right. And Chris Cornell gets a bunch of emotional answers <laughs> yeah. now. Because apparently, like, Bad Motorfinger was just poetry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I need a beer. You guys want a beer? I, I will take one. You get a beer, and Craig, pick something from the I hat, will pick sir. Something it is from your turn. We're moving on. Moving right along. Not looking, not looking. Grabs, I got something. All right. <laughs> Should dating and friends with benefits tips be taught in school? Why and why not? Yes. Because everything we're dealing with today would be avoided if everybody just learned or at least had access to the information <laughs> on what to do around a girl and what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, men, I'm putting it on you. That's true. I don't see too many men complaining that some chick... <laughs> Was unwelcomingly <laughs> sliding her hand up. And, yeah. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Yeah. I'm sorry. Unless you felt like it affected your career, there aren't too many men out there screaming about sexual harassment. They're no. sitting there trying to explain to their wives and girlfriends why they were late that night, yeah. and that's because your boss gave you a fucking unexpected blowjob. Life is good. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> but I think a lot of this male-on-female assault or male-on-male assault can be avoided if we start teaching stuff in middle school and high school that is actually relevant. You know, there's all those memes and jokes going around about, you know, I don't didn't need calculus. Calculus is not affecting my life, but maybe a class on doing my taxes properly yeah. would help me. Yeah. Or avoiding IRS audits or something yeah. like that. Not to balance the, a checkbook. Right. More life issue teaching, you know. And definitely. we have health class. We learn the functionality of sex. We learn that putting your dick in somebody may or may not result in a child. 
Yep. And it will most definitely result in a disease. (laughs) (laughs) That's because that's what they'd rather scare you instead of telling you what really to do. Yeah, that was the thing, man. Going to health class was like... Scary. It was all scare attack. It's like people dying from cancer over here from smoking. People freaking pregnant over here and on the street over here. Posters everywhere. You felt like it was... I don't know. This brings me back to... There was this store in downtown Bristol called Alges. Remember that? Oh, yeah. They had like... One of the only <laughs> one of the only video games in town at this time, so everybody would go there and play. You know, so I'm this sitting was there. 2011. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I was. I think I was about. Stand up like, arcade games. I was probably, yeah, I was probably about 12. It was Pac Man, so I'm playing Pac Man, and you know, because you love and it. this and this kid comes up. Uh, Mike would know. I'm not gonna say his name. Mike would know who he was, but this kid comes up to me and he says to me. Oh, something, he's talking to his other friend. He says something about VD, and I laughed, right? So he looks at me, and he goes, what do you know about VD? Because, you know, I was a kid, and I was like, he's like, you don't even know how you get it. And I said, yeah, you have sex with a girl. And he immediately starts <laughs> laughing at me. He's like, he thinks that you just get VD when you have a se- sex. Like, you know, like, like every time you have sex, you piss razor blades for a week later. <laughs> you know, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. That's what I thought. That's why we get married. It's just the least amount of relative pain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been dying to go piss for a long time, guys. It's, and I know it's going to hurt. That's why yeah. I haven't done it. <laughs> But I mean, it's what it's one of those things. Yeah, it should be taught because, I mean, even yeah, today I'm watching these commercials. What's that fucking new drug out? And they're like, oh, for prep. And I'm oh, like, yeah. for prep? What the fuck is that? Like, oh yeah, so I so it's harder for me to catch HIV. I'm like, well, stop fucking gross people. What the, the fuck is wrong? With well, you? The, that's the well, concession. The drug industry has basically conceded to the fact that we're not going to wear condoms. Yeah, so we're not going to stop drug. Fucking- to help you not get AIDS. Yeah. No, but it's it's fucked up. <laughs> no, and I'm like no. I'm looking that's at terrible. it and I'm like that's fucking weird. And it is, it is and even the guy up. in the is the, the funny I was watching it and my wife's sitting there and, and she's like sleeping. She's on the couch. She's got her back to the TV and she's laying there. I thought she was sleeping. Right? And the commercial comes on and the guy goes, "My doctor, you know, I asked my doctor because I'm at higher risk for getting HIV." My wife goes, Stop banging everything. She just yells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I started laughing. Do you know what the worst it. part of that commercial was, though? As soon as that guy says, I'm at higher risk for HIV, they it's show- two men hugging. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That was and fucked yeah, up. Yeah, that's I, right. I, you can I talk statistics all you want. And yeah, the statistics for gay men are still higher. That's just the reality but of still, it. But still. But still. Now, is that... No. Uh, why would they do that? Because you can get HIV from, from men, anybody. But why but would they do that? Because, again, they're basing it on statistics, and they want the hint to be there without outwardly saying it. Right. It's an old advertising trick. They it's, show two men hugging at the movies right after they say higher risk for yeah, HIV. Yeah, which is, they knew what they were doing. They're trying yeah, to get course, every gay... But, man to run out and buy this fucking pill. And, and basically every male in that commercial was ambiguously gay. Yeah. But I you know I I think these kids today would benefit from them saying, "Okay, here's where you can make a move and here's where you can't." Yeah. Here's where she's saying yes and here's where she's saying no. It's never going to be a science because everybody's different. But if people have a general understanding of like when you go to college next year, you're going to have a lot of situations where a girl might want to come back to the room. Maybe she just wants to watch a movie. 
Maybe she wants more. Here's how to know the difference. Is, yeah, yeah, but see, and it'll never pass because nobody's ever going to want to tell you how to hit on a girl yeah. or a guy for that matter. But nobody is ever going to also deny the fact that most of these bad sexual practices start the instant they leave home and go to college <laughs> and start learning to fuck. Yeah, but free it's will. not. It's not just and, that. But think about no the people that have to put on these these uh, things, you know, to teach the kids. Who is to decide what's, you know what I mean? There's going to be like little things well, that people yes are going to be no against. Is a fair line. If yeah. she's saying oh, yes or she, she's yeah. saying yeah. yeah. Basically, the real point of the course without saying it up front to the kids is, is teaching no them common sense. Common no. sense, exactly. And teaching kids common sense is something that is sorely lacking in education. Big what time we, lacking. What we have to get by is the fact that, at, you know, you, kids hit a certain age. They want to fuck, they're going to fuck. <laughs> That's the bottom line. What are you so doing tonight? When I was in school and in health class, it was you know trying to teach abstinence. Yeah, and that I know. was big. And so like being th- at that's church. not going to happen. No, definitely not. You know, um, the other thing was I, I I mean well like I said abstinence. So what you're just going to sit there and grind your jeans on each other and have your dick torn apart by a zipper? Well, they were not that it, not you know, that it hasn't happened a million times, but, but yeah, they I mean, were. were talking over each other. I'm sorry, but they were teaching how to do heavy petting. How, yeah. Yeah. And because heavy they, they figured it would, the kids are going to do this. At least the kids will get off. Get off. That without would be, making babies or diseases. Yeah. Dude, that would be a great name for a band. It already is. <laughs> heavy petting. It already is. It? is. Oh, it's probably of 90 bits. of them in the state of Rhode Island alone. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's... And they all do winger covers. I think, it's a, I think it's a good thing, and I think they should... Like you said, it teaches a little bit of control, knowing when things are, you know, things are okay. Knowing when things are going to happen. Here are it's some signs. Happen. Yeah. Here's when she's inviting you in. Here are, the, here are the things that she needs to say. All of them should be centered on yes, no, or no. Yeah. Okay, and that's it. And it, really, it is just a common sense course. But if you call it common sense, nobody will sign <laughs> nobody up. Just because the rose yeah. is erect and open, if she says no, no <laughs> means no. <laughs> Did you Sorry. just say the rose? The yeah. rose. Yeah, well, he we're talking about erect. We're talking about even. yeah, erect and open. Come on, man. You don't the remember fl- health class? The flower petals. Yes, the flowers are blooming. And if she says no, it's no. You cannot pick it's the like flower. One of those like commercials where it's just a flower and like yeah. they, they show the time lapse. Photography yeah. opening yeah. up, and yeah, they're playing exactly. like, it's got dew on it. Yeah, and they're playing like Vivaldi music in Yes, but I think it's about time that people get over the fact that young kids are going to have sex, they're going to do it, and start teaching things. Because not only that, the other thing is there's so much porn is available. Oh my god, on the internet and at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. 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 I am so that, jealous of kids but, nowadays. No, but I'm it's saying like, it's what the fuck. The things I had to go through to fucking whack off with some fucking good material back in the yeah. day. Oh shit, yeah. Jesus Christ. Now all they got to do is pick up their phone. The fuck yeah. is that? Well, you know what? Kids today have no work ethic. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> we work for right? it. We got to do everything for them. <laughs> but what I'm getting sucks. at is so these kids, porn is so porn readily available ethic. that it's almost, I'm confident that it's almost become sex education. I think years ago, like, if a girl's like, you know what? Oh, he wants me to give him a blowjob. How do I do that? Talking to their friends. Now it's like, <laughs> oh, this is how you do it. 
You yeah. get a fucking gag on it until your fucking mascara is yeah. down your face. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then when he's done, you don't just sit there and take it in your mouth. Make sure he stands a foot away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and shoots it all over you. Yeah. And, yeah. then, and then when he does that and he gets it in your eye and it stings like a motherfucker, make sure you sit there and tell him how wonderful it is. Yeah. And oh. how you want more. Yeah. Oh, she just bent over but in front of me. Should I stick my fist and then, in not it? Not only that. And then some no. guy's like, oh, <laughs> so, you know, some kid, because you know the kid's you know, some 14-year-old kid's like, oh, there's fucking titties on here. I'm looking at it. Yeah. Ding. And that kid's like, all right, so I bend her, I bend her over. That was perfect timing, dude. So <laughs> tell her to come over, whoever it is. You know the, so you know this 14-year-old kid is like, all right, so what I got to do is bend her over. I put my foot on the side of her head. <laughs> and, and fucking plow away like a fucking maniac. Also, and make sure slapping. Yeah, slap her, and then make sure there's fluorescent lights in the room so you can see every like wart on her. Yeah. Ass. Yes, yes, because you know exactly. she's got him. And, and then there's tons of spit involved. Everybody's gonna spit on each other. Oh, there's oh, all yeah. kinds of fucking shit flying around. But that's what I mean. So that's. <laughs> I just think it's great that all the trade schools now have like pizza delivery guy classes, and all these things because yeah. that's how you really get laid in this world. You're a plumber or a pizza. delivery Delivery guy, you're guaranteed head at every stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know what I'm getting at with this point, because you know that's where they get like just like when you looked at a of you course. looked at Playboy as oh, a kid. Oh wow, how many things did you that's learn by, looking at. by looking right, at think about porn Playboy? For the time. reason we, nobody was talking about our generation of people being rapey and everything is because Playboy, those girls were teasing you, yeah. and they were enticing you. Now, porn is basically told everybody, and I sound like an old man. And I, by the way, I watch porn. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. No shit. I love, I love it. I love porn. No shit. But every porn gets right to the action. There is no buildup, and there is yeah, no that's any what I kind love about of. It. Like, oh, this is how you seduce a girl. There's none of that. None it's of just it. literally, hey, you're here. Let's fuck. <laughs> it's definitely. Porn yeah. is definitely <laughs> yeah. good for, for those of us with HDD. It gets right down to the point and fucking done. He doesn't done. even know what it's called. Huh? What is it? You H-D-D. said HDD. Yeah. HD. Who's high definition. What is high def- you got high def. I got high def. You got high, high def. definition ADHD. High def. I love that. <laughs> I you. love it. Thank you, Brad. Thank wow. You. <laughs> wow. I, I, that's that's oh, how bad it is. I would I take even that out if I it. didn't want to leave it in so bad. No, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's so the other thing. These kids, they want to leave it in. I know. Oh shit! What are you All doing right, enough class. about little kids fucking. Let's go. On. Let's move on to another topic. No. <laughs> no, he says. All right, going back to the hat. All right, Brad, pull one. That thing's dusty. Uh, this is oh, God. I didn't want to get into politics, but okay. <laughs> yeah, Which character from Friends could the show have survived without? <laughs> Phoebe. Well, actually, you know what? By mistake, I accidentally pulled two. So uh, let me go back to the first one. How about mix them up? What happens with a man that tells friends he's going to the bar, then cancels at the last minute? <laughs> I, I, I did put that topic in there. They end up. They end that up. wasn't yours. It <laughs> no, wasn't yours. <laughs> you guys had the same topic. No. <laughs> Mike did. This one's handwritten. No, that's no, not that's mine. That's oh, that's real. That is me. Yeah, I handwrote that. Yeah, one. he just fucking he did I that one of it today. Right before I was leaving. Oh, right. of course he did. Well, then what happens is then two people create a brand new show. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it like a headline. Man yeah. tells friends he's going to bar. Yeah. 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 All right, all right. So right. get rid of Phoebe. One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's get rid of Phoebe. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so which character from Friends? I assume we all watched. I said Phoebe. 
Because well, I bought you know I was I wasn't a big fan. My wife was a huge fan of the show. Yeah, my right? wife too. So I started watching it with her. Because, you know, Thursday night it was must see TV. Yeah, you know. But no, Holy we crap, started watching old. it, and uh, I actually enjoyed it. After it was funny. There was I like some, Friends. It was I a good show. I it was a good show. I say I say Monica, but only because you make know. Your point. I don't know. It, she she was the the totally. The most uninteresting character. On well, there. I I see what you're saying. Besides she, she besides calling as... back to her when she was big and huge that they would do once yeah. in a while. That was. But really... I think she was she was the um, she was the mother of the group. So she was. Yeah, she the was the mother of the group. You're leader right. almost per se. I think they made her a little too nitpicky in yeah. the beginning. She had nitpicky tendencies, and they just took everything and about every character. And amplified it to the amplified. nth degree. Yeah. The one problem I have with that show, if you watch the early seasons, Chandler was one of the guys. Yeah. And Chandler always he went to Ranger games and they all hung out together and they followed sports and they did he didn't as he got with Monica at the end, they turned him into something very effeminate and he didn't like sports anymore. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't understand sports and, well, he, they, they, and they, he was into like quilting. And it was like what happened what to happened? this guy? Yeah. More, he was more of a paleontologist than than a friend. At no, the end that of was freaking... Ross. That was a paleontologist. Yeah, that's who. We I know, said we were talking about Chandler. Chandler. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever. Fuck him. He sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> Joey was the best. No, but well, that was my thing with Phoebe. Is you took you had the that you know every sitcom's got that person that's so over the top. Um, stupid, not stupid, but so over the top, out of their mind, and doesn't stupid. know anything, and ignorant. Well, or, she wasn't know. ignorant. She was just on her own level. But the thing about it, when Phoebe was, again, it goes back into the show evolving. Phoebe in the beginning, she was kind of like the eccentric one. Yeah. But being eccentric, and then all of a sudden, I've got a dead mother, and I have friends who live in the park, and they, they one of them was a mystic, and my mom came back as a cat. Yeah. And then it, and it went twin. on and on and on. Yeah. And by the end of the show, she ended up marrying a real normal guy in yep. Paul Rudd. Yeah. And that was supposed to ground her, and it just made her weird. That was one of the... When, when Phoebe went and changed her name... She she there was an episode with Paul Rudd and I thought that was fucking hilarious because she went and changed her name to something and he was pissed about it, but he didn't want to bother, so he went and ch changed his name to like John Banana Hammock. Yeah, <laughs> 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 which was fucking. I thought it was hilarious, but my thing with Phoebe was they had that character. It was Joey, that silly. Well, she um, needed a counterpart. Well, yeah, and I they guess always understood each other. They did. Remember, they, yeah, had, they, they, they did. had that. They had that um, thing. They were going to marry each other. Those two, yeah, if yeah. they didn't get married, you know. Um, I get it. I do get it. But for some reason, she, I felt, I liked the character. It's not that I didn't like her. I'm you're talking about what show? What could they have done without? And I think what that could the show have survived? Which yeah. character could they have done without? And I and think I, if she wasn't there, it still would have been as. It still would have been good. I think Ross was the most annoying character on the show, but he was also responsible for all the best moments. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yes. Because Ross really Ross was a pain in the dick for most of it. But oh, yeah. I think Ross, when he had his great moments, there was one episode where he was wearing leather pants and he tried to put baby powder in his Oh, oh my God, I remember that And one. he's like, okay, no, no, add lotion to it. Now it became a paste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like shit like that was amazing. Yeah. Or when he used to run across campus because he had he signed up for a new job, 
and so he was running like 18 miles across yeah. New York City. <laughs> yeah. and he, he got there just at the end of class. I feel like he was responsible for the best moments. Yeah, in the, show. The, the most silly and trying to be that he, guy who he, was obviously intelligent. He was a paleontologist and a, and a, a teacher. But oh, he wasn't but smart. He, but he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He was. It's not that he wasn't smart. He lacked. Um, he lacked common sense, almost in a, in a sense, or uh, social like. Yeah, no he social. Was socially, yeah, he was socially awkward. And, and again, to get back to my point, in the beginning of the show, he was socially awkward, and that he always had to be right. Yes, that was always his problem, and he not offended, but he annoyed people by doing that. As the show went on, it became this weird obsessive thing. Yeah, and he, all of the characters were just amplified to the nth degree. Watch a first season episode, big time, and they're right but next it, to the last. One. When you, you go you, towards you the end, nailed it right there. When you go towards the end, the the final seasons of it the whole show evolved around ross he was dating uh rachel yep he had the he was the only one who had a kid he was monica's brother who joey was the godparent of, of who his kid had wasn't is, he? you know the like issues with the with the whole chandler thing in the beginning remember at first they, he was mad at chandler for yeah. sleep with his sister. But everything evolved around. And then even Joey fell in love with Rachel. Joey fell in and, love with everyone. But in that no, show. Joey fell in even love with Chandler. Rachel. And Rachel, uh, he punched Ross. Remember that whole oh, thing, yeah. you know? But then it goes into that. And then Rachel doesn't love him anymore, but wants to be with him. They have a kid together. Holy crap. You know, it's a lot of the show evolves around Ross. Yeah. Who doesn't a- live in either one of the apartments. That's a good point too. I, I think never thought I think, of it about the apartment scenario. I think yeah. you nailed it though, Brad. It, as the years progressed in that show, he they definitely amplified the characters of more of what they oh, were. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and, and that's how it just went to me though. The one of the problems I had was I was going through college when that show was big, and we all gathered around little 18 inch televisions and watched it in our dorm room. And we all kind of related because we all felt like that's where we were going to be in five or ten years, you know? And in reality, by the time that show ended, it was so far removed from anything. Yeah. And I lived in New York, and I didn't have that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. And it's funny, because Melissa and I always talk, like, what is one regret you have about New York? And because these scenes from a hat things, this is what Melissa and I do on a regular basis. Like, this is just our <laughs> life together. We shit from a hat, and, you know, we drink, and then we pull stuff from a hat and talk before, about it. Before they go to bed, every, there's yeah. a hat in the bed. like, the pull bed. stuff from a hat. So it's like, all right, this Brad's is what we're doing here. tonight. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a clump over here. There's a clump over there. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was any left. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think that uh, that show got unrealistic, and that's when I kind of did. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. All right, enough it's about the one. Friends cast. So it's my turn to pick a topic. All right, this is the last one. This is the last one. All right, we're going to save the rest of these. We got about 30 more. Yeah, Yeah, here we go. You'll save these for another half. Well, we did a three-hour episode. For another half. Do we have a six-hour episode in us? Oh, yeah, we do. I'm going to have to cook food for that one. This is the one. This is it. This is the one we're ending on. All right. And I like it. Fire away. Wait, we need beers? Nope. All right. If you had to be trapped in a TV show for a month... Oh, Jesus Christ. Which show would you choose oh. and why? 
Can I go first? I think we yep. all have the same fucking Can answer. Can I go first? <laughs> How do we like bosom buddies? <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck you. I'm already on that show right now. <laughs> but, uh, I would say Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. Okay, explain the fuck out of that. Because what the fuck? Have you guys watched the show? I can fucking definitely like bang all the chicks on there, including Mrs. Howell. No, you're gross. With no kid. problem. Stop. What? <laughs> Come on. Could, you think Ginger was going to slide up to you and fucking do you? Wait a minute. Time out. Yeah? <laughs> she slid up to fucking Gilligan a few times. What the fuck? All right. Time out. First of all, the show was on for two years. So like, Was it only two? That was yes. It. That was it. Two but it was seasons. in black and white and color. I yeah, think it was yeah, on yeah, for longer than that. that. The 60s were a trippy time. Yeah. But no, it was only on for two years. <laughs> yep. was it? So you're telling me, basically, my takeaway from your show selection is that, <laughs> well... I need to go on a weird charter cruise, get shipwrecked, and then be trapped in a captive audience. That's the only way I'm getting laid. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You guys got your own fucking thing. I got mine, all right? And, and one of them is right. a dusty no, pussy. Cool. They're not going to fucking... Listen, they're not going to escape. It's an island. No, they're not right. getting anywhere. And then, wait, t- they're not going wait, anywhere. they're not going to escape? They're not going to escape. You just made it rapey. Why would you do that? <laughs> Look, it was either that or Golden Girls. Oh, it was uh, one of the two, dude. The best part is the the, they'd be like, "Hey, Mike, you're gonna pedal this coconut bike yeah. to power this radio." I know. And I know. I take. I, I take over as Gilligan, right? If I fucking got on the show, fat Gilligan or regular Gilligan, Mike could be finding his own island because he, you're unfuckable even yeah. on that island. <laughs> Mrs. Howell would be turning you down. Yeah. Yeah. But you wouldn't be turning me down. Brad, what about it's you? It's an island. <laughs> I, I, how do we not all have the same answer? I'd be on. I fuck, have it. I'd be on Cheers. I, God Cheers damn it. Is the, Cheers exactly, is great. That's my exact answer. Now I have to come up with a new one. Oh guys. my God, you guys are so Why like, wouldn't we lovey. want to be on a bar where everybody no, knows your name? Ex- and it's, it's acceptable. It's funny. And, and not only it's funny, but it's also acceptable that everybody shows up there. Never once do the bartenders say, hey, you might have a drinking problem. Yeah. Nobody, ever says it. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever says it. Hey, good to yeah. see you, Mr. Although, Peterson. Although yeah. they might say it if we were sitting at the bar, though. Maybe, I don't know. But if, I mean, if we're getting turned down by Norman Cliff, yeah. Yeah, you might have a problem. But I mean, that's, yeah, that's no a great. Every, that, but you know what's funny is actually we kind of do live that. Yeah, we do. With the Kinsman. We go in weekly. Weekly. Not yeah, daily. Not daily, but not daily. I did I went in there daily for years, but I'd be still weekly. It's good enough for me. I'll take that. But yeah, that was my show. That's what I was gonna say. I'm still that- getting over the fact that Mike didn't say dateline. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I wouldn't say dateline because you know, dateline's like a reoccurring thing. If I was on dateline, I'd only be on there for like one episode. As the guy that's getting handcuffed and getting taken away. You know? I feel like they'd keep referring back to you. Yeah, I know. They'd have like a best of Dateline. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be on there. Like, I was just saying because you said you made brownies. Yeah. yeah All no, the really. other Dateline people would be like, oh, I learned from Mike. <laughs> so now I have to come up with a new show. Listen, Chris Hansen, get down. We went, no, we went in the, we went the, you said the Chia's thing. That's where I was going with this. So now I got to come up with a new one. Don't say friends. Yeah. No. Please don't say friends. Come on, Ross. <laughs> no, I think if if anything, maybe. Dukes has it. I would live across the hall from Kramer. So you were Seinfeld? Yeah. I think 
Nah, you're not cool more, enough. More Come or on, less. Man. No, it's, I think it's more or less that. Well, you are a douche. That lackadaisical. Yeah, you'd be living um, across from fucking like, what's his name. Not lackadaisical, but, you know, living in, in the city. He's a comedian. Everything is very, oh, what are you doing tonight? Going to the movies. Going to the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Going there. Going there. Yeah, my door's open. You know, Here we everything's are. Everything's funny. Every night's an adventure, but a comedic adventure. Okay. I and I think, with, and I, I mean, it's think, a lot better than Mike fucking a dusty pussy. <laughs> <on the laughs> you know, every night is there's something going on that's you memorable. You got to be there. You got to be there. You know, there's something going on that's memorable. Well, and, 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 and the whole concept of the show, which I hate hearing because it was dumb, but the whole idea that they made shows about everyday occurrences. It's yeah, memorable. It was about nothing. You know, getting caught in a, in a parking garage <laughs> or a Chinese restaurant isn't newsworthy. No. Because it's memorable, he says. Like, fucking a grandma wouldn't be memorable. No. <laughs> well, yeah, it would <laughs> <Right> be. <then. laughs> okay. <laughs> Not in the right way, but it would be memorable. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, the smell would be memorable. <laughs> <laughs> Mike isn't just gay. He's been gay. Is that um, it's, you know, that episodic <laughs> thing. Like, it's just every day is something ridiculous. Going See, on. I think you're just arrogant and you want everything to be about you. Yes. Okay. Sam Malone. Yeah. Yep. And there it is. Yep. Sam Malone. Folks, what do we think about the hat this week? Not bad, huh? Awesome, Not bad man. at all. A good awesome. return to form for the hat. The beauty of the hat is that we still have 35 to 40 topics that yep. we did not They're discuss that are still in the hat. Yep. Uh, we promised you last time we were going to come back to this more often, and then we forgot about it. We're not going to forget about that hat stays right on this table where it belongs. Yep. We'll do it. So we'll, we'll revisit it whenever it's a slow news week, whenever we don't have holidays, we'll whenever we don't have birthdays. Whenever we don't roast Mike for his birthday, because we managed to skip that this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and you roasted each other last year and never roasted and Mike. And never roasted Mike, yeah. Oh, that's well, right. Because both of our roasts were well, roasted no, Mike. Well, no, because I wasn't there. Yeah, because that week he was like, <laughs> I can't make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah. I uh, think he was just planning his emotional comments is, about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, he was just too oh, sad and oh. sappy to make an oh, episode. All right. So let's do a little housekeeping. Uh, we haven't talked about him in a while, but we are still very much an active part of the Damaged Goods Network. Yes. yes. So I yep, want to throw are. shouts out to Damaged Goods Baked in Awake, uh, Daddy Issues, Clay Time in the Basement, and hopefully a few more new shows coming up. We've had some changes on the network of late, but all of them hopefully for the better. Uh, you know, our hats are tipped to everybody. We love you guys, and we're glad to be a part of it. Uh, what else is going on? Christy, NTS Rundowns. Yep. She was the one who prompted the hat. Yeah, she's been yep. pushing us to do the hat for a while. We yep. haven't mentioned Christy in a few weeks or a few months or whatever it may be. Uh, Christy is going to be getting a podcast going, and we're going to be promoting it. So She's awesome. Yeah, I'm pushing love her off it. the ledge. It's time to jump in the water. Yep. Go get exactly. on, get a microphone and get on this shit. Um, shouts out to our friends from Comic Con. They're still in touch with us. Steve the Turtle Whiner. Yep. Yeah. And Wayne. Hell yeah. Wayne. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention Wayne, Wayne every episode from Hell here yeah. on out. Every single At one. least once I'm just gonna What's say Wayne. Up, Wayne. <laughs> well, we made Wayne wait two hours yeah, for his yeah. name this Wayne. week. Yeah. Man. Yeah. But Wayne's We're just on gonna it. give him a shout out every week. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, man. Wayne. 
Uh, anything else? Do we have any music to play? Do we have any? Actually, let's shows remind. To let's remind our listeners to buy our swag on Teespring.com. Why do you keep going? You always I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Teespring.com. We have T-shirts on Teespring.com. We have several T-shirts. On we have there. all yeah, kinds. If you go of to uh, Teespring.com teespring. and check out the uh, needless to say swag shop is what it's yep. been named. And uh, there's nobody whispering at you there. No, <laughs> it's a safe space. You gotta, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Spend with back. confidence. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? I got nothing else. That was the sloppiest fucking housekeeping. <laughs> oh, we yeah, even, that was great. If, they, if this housekeeping was, was at a Holiday Inn, that she'd be deported. <laughs> 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 All right, Craig, take it, brother. Needless to say, we said it. <laughs>